Okay, Shireem, we are going to uh, we're going to uh, continue on Daf. I'm an Aleph. We concluded yesterday with the famous drasha of Aser te Aser Shatit Asher. So give Meiser because you should, you'll get rich. So Gemara continues says Ashka Rabbi Yochanan liyanuka Reish Lakish. These two great stories coming up here. Rabbi Yochanan found the son of Reish Lakish, the young son of Reish Lakish. Now remember that Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish were number one. They were Bariplukta. They had lots of machlokot uh, between themselves over the years, but they also were related to each other. They have a long history. Rabbi Yochanan remember found Reish Lakish. Can you, Nathan, you the door, please? Uh, Rabbi Yochanan remember found Reish Lakish uh, in the in the river. Reish Lakish was a robber, a bandit of some sort, and uh, Rabbi Yochanan saw how strong he was. He said, "You should use your strength for Torah." And the Reish Lakish uh, sort of agreed if Rabbi Yochanan would ma- would hand him his sister in marriage. And that's what happened. So they were brothers-in-law. Uh, so this child of Reish Lakish is also the nephew of Rabbi Yochanan. Also remember that Rabbi Yochanan ended up killing Reish Lakish you know, after a dispute, not physically, but he sort of gave him a really harsh look. And that harsh look uh, basically killed Reish Lakish, which is really tragic. Um, wasn't, you know, wasn't that he was so, you know, tried to do that, but that's just what the result. Anyway, so that's part of the context. You'll see part of the background of the story. So Rabbi Yochanan finds the son of Reish Lakish, Amr Lay, he said, Emeli Psukech, says, tell me what Pasuk you're, uh, you're dealing with now. Like, what are you learning in school? Amr Lay, Aser Taser. He said, I'm learning Aser Taser. So you see why the Gemara is bringing it up now. So Amr Lay, so the kid says, uh, again, so it's two Amr Lay's, but, but it's the kid talking. Amr Lay, my Aser Taser. He's like, you know, Uncle Rabbi Yochanan, like, what, what, actually, what is Aser to Aser? Like, what, what do you have to say about that? So Amrlei, so he said back to him, again, this is Rabbi Yochanan's Russia, Amrlei, Aser Bishvil Shatit Asher. Okay, so he said, uh, you should uh, give Meiser so you can get rich. It's a good segula for riches, and we talked about that a little bit yesterday. So Amrlei, so the kid says to Minalach, from where do you know this? Amrlei, Zil Nase. He says, uh, go try it out. You'll see, like, you'll see it's, it works. Amrlei, Misharud and Nesuye, Lakadash Baruch he says, but are you allowed to test Hashem? Mm-hmm. The Pasuk says, Lo tunasu et Hashem. It's pretty explicit. Don't test God. Or you, can't, you can't just do things like act in a way. Like you can't like, jump off a building and be like, God, if you'll save me, you know, if you love me, then obviously, you know, then I'll be, I'll be like, you can't do that. Right? It's like the famous story about the, you know, the flood and the boat, you know, the whole story. So Amr Lai, so he says, so Rabbi Yochan responds, says, no, Hachi Amar Rabbi Hoshaya. This is what Rabbi Hoshaya said. He says, this is the one exception. Meister is the one exception. Bring all the Meister into the storehouse. If you test me, if I don't open up for you the, uh, the windows of heaven, meaning to make it rain, I'll bring down the rains, in the blessing of the rains, till there's no die, there's no enough. My ad die. what does it mean, ad die? Amar Rami Bar Rami Barham Amarav, Rami Barham said him Arav, Adsha Yivlu Sivtote Khem Milomar die. Your lips will be literally Yivlu means worn out. Barash that means like your lips will be tired from saying die. Like you'll be like enough, enough already. Like it's so much wealth and rain, it's so good. So that's what's gonna happen. So Rabbi Yochanan says, based on the statement of Rabbi Oshaya, that uh, you can actually test Hashem when it comes to Miser. Try it out. You think you can't afford giving Miser? Try giving, uh, you know, giving the proper masrot, and uh, you're going to see that uh, Hashem will pay you back. Okay, so that's an interesting. Can you really try to do that or not? But that's the one exception to the rule of lo tenasut Hashem, but this is sort of an exception to the rule. So that's a, an, an interesting gemara. So 
the Gemara says, Amr lay. So, uh, so the child says back to Rabbi Yochanan, I havat mati hatam, lahai psuka, lo havit sarich nalach, ula hushayu rabach. He said, the kid said, well, if I got into that pasuk, then I wouldn't have needed to, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have needed you or Hoshaya, your Rebbe. Meaning, <laughs> that, that pasuk makes it pretty clear, right? That pasuk of Malachi is pretty straightforward, that as you bring in the Maaser, you're going to, you're going to get a tremendous bracha. So I don't need your, like, your beautiful, your, like, clever drush of Aser, Taaser, Aser, Bishvil, Shatit, Asher. That's very nice, but, like, it's just on the pasuk of Malachi. So, like, no great shakes, uncle, you know, that you were able to come up with this drasha. So anyhow, that's the end of that interaction. <laughs> so anyhow, but two, furthermore, uh, nonetheless, the Aser is a little more famous, but nothing but it still has a nice ring to it. The two, Ashkechei Rabbi Yochanan and So again, Rabbi Yochanan found a child of Reish Lakish, not of the same child or a different child. To Yativ Amr, he was uh, sitting and said, Ivelet Adam Tisalef Darko, the foolishness of a man will like ruin his path. Ve'al Hashem libo, and on Hashem he will he his heart will be angry. Meaning the pasuk of Mishlei is saying essentially that person will suffer will do will will have bad consequences for his foolish decisions. But who will he blame? God. So Yativ Rabbi Yochanan become a So Rabbi Yochanan uh, was uh, very surprised by this pasuk. He says, "Amar miika midi dichtive beketuve deloramizi beoraita." This is a very interesting idea. He says, "Is there anything written in the ketuvim, meaning in this in, right, in Mishlei, uh, that's not hinted at in the Torah?" I mean, this sounds like a very new idea in Mishlei, right? This idea that Shlomo Hamelach is writing the idea that people will have make foolish decisions, suffer the consequences, and then who they'll blame? They'll blame Hashem. We usually assume that the wisdom that exists in the Vimin Tuvim, says Rabbi Yochanan, has at least a source, some type of hint in the Torah. So that's what Rabbi Yochanan says to this little kid. So the kid responds, Amr Le, What, you think this isn't actually hinted at in the Torah? But we have a passing in Breshi, Perak Membet, with them after they sold Yosef. It says, But the brothers were trembling, right? They were so nervous. I think this is after they found uh, the money. Right back in their uh, packs. I think that's the context there. Uh, they said, what did God do to us that we have this terrible situation? Well, why, did they, why was this terrible thing happening to them? Not because of God. It's because of their terrible decision to sell their brother right down to, uh, to Egypt. So again, so you see this idea that people, when they uh, suffer, they blame God instead of looking inwards. That's actually a pretty deep idea. Um, Thinking about now, are there, you know, trying to make it introspective and think like, are there real consequences that we can blame on ourselves uh, rather than just blaming like random acts of Hashem for things that we uh, see, feel we have no control over? Yeah. You just lost your yeah. Same idea. Same idea. Okay. Anyhow, <clears throat> so after hearing this, uh, this uh, nice this, uh, interpretation that his nephew had uh, offered, Dal Enei Vechazabe. So Rabbi Yochanan raised his eyes and looked at him. Now, this phrase, raised his eyes, when it comes to Rabbi Yochanan, is a strange phrase. If you look in the Rashi, it's a, bit, a little bit further up. It's about maybe like eight lines down in the Gemara, where the Rashi is. It says, Dali enei Rabbi Yochanan, uh, like raised his eyes. Shehayu afapav mechassin It says his, eye, his eyelids were covering his eyes. I guess he had very like droopy eyes. Maybe he was old. Umagbihin b'mizlagei dekaspa. And they had to be raised with silver forks. 
Now, I don't know exactly. That doesn't mean they're sticking for you know. Like I'm not sure exactly what the what the mechanism was here, but it means it was a it was an it, it was an act that took a lot of effort for Rabbi Yochanan to like open up his eyes. This is in the Rashi up here um, to look at this kid. He says that's. Uh, but the point is, Rashi points out that he wanted to look at the kid because the kid's very sharp, obviously, and he uh, and he's impressed. Anyhow, but the idea of Rav Yochanan looking at someone brings up memories of the old story with him and Reish Lakish. That when he looked at Reish Lakish a certain way, Reish Lakish ended up getting sick and dying. So it says here, "Bechazabei." Uh, sorry, he looked at him. He may afikte. So his mother, the kid's mother, came along, and this is Rav Yochanan's sister. Right, she comes along. Afikte, she she kicked the kid out. Amrale, she said to him, "Tommy, come get get out of here, go away from him." She doesn't do to you what he did to your father. So apparently, the relationship between Rabbi Yochanan and his sister wasn't uh, particularly good, uh, or at least, or or you want to take a different interpretation? Maybe it was a good relationship. Just he doesn't recognize his own powers, and she was protecting her son from that. Okay, so that's an interesting... These are two little interesting stories with Rabbi Yochanan and his nephews, all starting off with this issue of Aser Taser, Aser Bishvil Shatit Asher. Now the Gemara says, Ve'amar Rabbi Yochanan, Matar Bishvil Yachid, Parnasa Bishvil Rabbi. Rabbi Yochanan says that if you want to get rain, God will make it rain even for an individual. Meaning it's not like... I think we mentioned this before, but it's not like in the movies, right? You normally think that, you know, when it comes to the movies, you can have, like, a guy who's, like, having a really bad day, so it will rain, like, just on that guy, you know, and, like, he will walk and it will just be him. And if it's a comedy, so he'll fake out the rain and it will move somewhere else, right? So, so in reality, though, like, if it's, one, if it's meant to rain for one person, everyone's going to get some rain. So what Rabbi is saying is it can be for an individual person, and Rashi says maybe a person forgot to plant his field at the right time, so he's a little delayed, so everyone else had their field planted when the rains came, but this guy didn't have his field planted, and this guy dives to Hashem, and he's worthy, so it's possible that Hashem will actually make it rain uh, in the merit of this individual person. Okay, but Parnasa, which Rashi explains, is sort of like an abundance of, of rain, like really uh, well, you know, good effective rains that will affect the whole crop and make it really not just enough to survive, but really like a boon. That's only bishvil rabim. An individual person's feel it won't work. How do we know this? My tar bishvil yachid yichtiv yiftach Hashem lecha et osarohatov latid matartacha. Okay, the Hashem will open up for you in the singular his uh, storehouse to give rain on the land. Okay, so that's. For you, an individual, you get matar. But parnasa bishvil rabim dichtiv hinini mamtir lachem lechem. That God says in the context of the man, mamtir bread for you, but bread meaning sustenance, and that's what the whole nation. Again, it says the word lachem. So you see that, and that's really providing them a whole. I mean, that's totally what they need. It's not just a small amount. It's completely what they need uh, in abundance, and that's only for the rabim. Okay, so that's his distinction. So made to be rabiosti rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yosef Rabbi asked Akushia, Omer, sorry, Meitve, Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Shlosha Parnasim Tovim Amduli Yisrael. So here's the Kasha. The Kasha is going to tell us a long little uh, brighter here. Okay, and it's going to end with the Kasha on this idea of a Yachid gets only Matar, but, in, but if you want Parnasa, it has to be for the whole group. Okay, so keep that in mind and we'll see how this plays out. This is some famous, uh, famous uh, brayta here. There were three good leaders the Jewish people had. Elohim, here they are, Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam. The three siblings, Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam. And there were three good gifts 
uh, that were given to the Israel on the, in their hands, meaning on their merit. Ve'eluhin, and here they are. Be'er, ve'anan uman. Okay, the well that provided water in the desert. The anan, the ananiya kavod that provided protection. Uman, and the sustenance of the man. Be'er b'schut Miriam. Okay, so you guys read about Be'er Miriam. This is the Gemara that's the source for this. Be'er b'schut Miriam. Amud hanan b'schut Aharon. The clouds, but and the, uh, the the pillar of cloud was in the b'schut of Aharon and man b'schut Moshe. Made Miriam ka'be'er. When Miriam dies, the uh, died the be'er went away. Shin Emar it says v'tamot sham Miriam. As it says first, Miriam died there. Uchti batrin. It says right afterwards it's written v'lohayamayim la'eda. There was no water. For the congregation. Okay, so that's the famous Russia there. It's whether it's Russia not yet. The Chazara b'schut nehem, and it came back uh, ultimately in the zchut of the two of them, meaning in the zchut of Aaron and Moshe. Okay, so it wasn't like the Jews never had water again; just temporarily there's no water, and that's why you know Moshe had to hit the rock. The whole story, but ultimately in Moshe and Aaron they brought water back. Made Aharon nistakon and nekavod. When Aaron died, the ananekavod went away. And Amar says, "Ve'ishmat ani melech arad." So it says, "Ani heard." Um, and then they decide to attack the Jewish people. So, so the Bible says, Mashmu Ashama, what uh, hearing did he hear? I mean, what news did he hear? Shama Shamet Aharon, Vinisaku, Ananei Kavod. So he heard that Aaron died, and the Ananei Kavod, the clouds of glory, went away. And he thought, And now he has permission to wage war against Bnei Israel, because we tell them that Ananei Kavod were there. And this is what it means when it says, that B'nai Israel saw, the whole congregation saw that Aaron died. Don't read it as they saw that Aaron died. That they became seen. They were seen. Meaning now, Melech um, Arad could see them. Like they no longer had the protection of the cloud. So now they weren't hidden. They were visible. The word ki in the Torah can mean four different things. It can be e, which is if, dilma, maybe, ela, however, or deha, that. Okay? So it can mean all those things. So the point is that the people of Shandu Pazik is by your ukolaida ki aron. They saw that aharon died. But then, but we're interpreting instead as they were seen because. Aaron died. Okay, so that's the difference. That's how we're interpreting it. Then, when, okay, so continuing the bright. Now, Chazrush Nehem Bizchut Moshe. So both of them came back then in the Zichut of Moshe. Okay? So you had the, so you had the, again, you had the Be'er and you had the uh, Amud Anan in Anan Kavod based in the Zichut of Moshe at this point. Mate Moshe Nistalke Kulan. When Moshe died, they all disappeared. It says, Vakhid et Shloshet Haroim. I like uh, removed all three shepherds in one month. So Gemara says, what do you mean? Is it true that they all die in one month? That's not true. Miriam died in Nisan, Aaron died in Av, and Moshe died in Adar. So it doesn't mean they didn't die in one month. Rather, it tells us that the gifts were nullified at one time, meaning they were all being maintained by Moshe Rabbeinu, and then when Moshe died, finally all three went away. So all three things disappeared at once. What's the point of the whole thing? Alma, we can infer from here, So we see that the man comes 
for one, all these things really, but right, it comes because of one individual person. It's just Moshe, and he's providing for the whole Sibur. So it's not what we just said. We were saying that an individual person, his merit can get stuff for himself. But the whole Sibur needs merit to get Parnassah for everybody. Gemara answers, Shiny Moshe, Moshe different, Kevan de Rabim, who since he was asking on behalf of the Rabim, so he's like the Rabim. Meaning what, when the Gemara said that the individual can't give Parnassah for everybody, it means the individual who needs it, that wouldn't be enough to give enough rain for Parnassah for the whole Tzibur. But if Moshe is asking on behalf of the Tzibur, so that's different. Okay. Here's a couple more lines. Rav Huna Bar Manoach, Rav Shmuel Bar Idi, Rav Chia Mivastnanya. So all these three rabbis, Habushchichi Kameh the Rava. They were all hanging out. Uh, these are always, um, they were commonly found by Rava. Okay, so they did to learn with Rava. Kinach Nafsheh the Rava. When Rava died, Atul Kameh the Rapapa. So they had to switch yeshivas, and they went, instead of being in the Rava yeshiva, they went to Rapapa. Okay, but this is, you can imagine this happening. Every time he said like a little shear or he said a vort, it didn't make sense to them. Like they were sort of like, I don't know if that drasha really works. They would like hint, you know, they'd make faces to each other, like they'd raise their eyebrows or something, like, oh, I don't know about that one. You know, they'd elbow each other. And he noticed, obviously, because the Rebbe always notices when you guys do this and like things like that, you'll be aware. So, chalash date. So he got uh, upset. He was very dis- uh, distressed. Republic was distressed. So turn the page. Akruya bechalme. So uh, they read him the following pasuk in the uh, in his uh, dream. Va'achid et shloshet haroim. That I, uh, I took away the three roim. Okay, meaning uh, again the pasuk there we just interpreted right that like, like Hashem saying that I took away Aram, Moshe, and Miriam in one shot. Right, that's sort of the idea. And here too. Okay, he's distressed that these three students of, of Rava are sort of making fun of him behind his back in the shear. And so the Pasuk said to him in the, she- in the, in the dream, I'm going to get rid of all the three shepherds. Lemachar, the next day, the next day when they were leaving him, when they left like the shear, Amar lahu, lizlu rabbanan bishalma. The rabbanan should go in shalom. And uh, really the, the, the girsa on the, on the side changes. It shouldn't be bishalma, it should be lishalma. Because we know the Gemara and Bracha tells us that you say, you want to say goodbye to somebody, and they're going to be around, you say, Leich Bishalom. But if someone's dying, you say, Leich Lishalom. And that's what he's saying to them, Leich Lishalma, go in peace. But it's a hint that they're going to die and they will not see him anymore because of the uh, sinful behavior that they demonstrated towards him in the disrespectful behavior. And that's how we will conclude for today.